Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 105, Countdown to Christmas. So we are through Thanksgiving and we are now in that crazy time of year when things start to get a little bit a little bit insane. I don't know. It's maybe it's just for me. It always seems like it's just a you know that time of year when you're kind of antsy and you there's some excitement in the air because Christmas is around the corner and the kids are are getting excited and they're so ready for like a longer vacation. You had a kind of a tease at Thanksgiving, and now it is time for the fun. I know that this is often a time that teachers sometimes will be assigned or be given the choice of doing their observation during this time of year. And I'm always thinking, I don't want to do my observation during December. Like, I think that's crazy. And yes, I do have a little bit of a different philosophy when it comes to observations than most people do. And I feel like I, I know I want them to see how I teach regularly. But I also think that it's important to look at it just like you might look at company over at to your house. Like you normally live probably pretty, you know, clean, depending on your personality. I like to have things orderly and cleaned up. But sometimes I get a little lazy, I'm going to admit, and dishes are in the sink, not very often, but sometimes. And I would be mortified if company came over, like my mom or my friend came up, came over out of the blue, and I had something not organized. In fact, that happened to me recently. And I was like, Oh, my goodness, I don't have everything picked up. And it was making me crazy. So I, I was fine with them stopping by, but I felt like completely out of sorts. Because when someone's coming over, I clean my house, or I straighten it up, I want it to look, it's, it's very best at its best potential. And that's how I feel about observations, like it's kind of like having company over. Yes, I want them to see how I normally live. However, when they come over, I put things in the closet. (laughs) So just something to think about. If you're going to do your observation in December, be ready to put your best foot forward. And today we're going to talk all about some things that you could be doing that is going to keep kids learning, but also have a little bit of fun for Christmas. Hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so the countdown is on. Actually, when this podcast comes out, it will be, we'll only have probably, what is that, like 12 more days till Christmas? 12 more days till Christmas vacation, I should say. I know that most people will end their, at least their winter term or their break or whatever, they will end on probably, I'm going to guess, December 18th. Yeah. And so that will be and then they'll hopefully you will have like a few days before Christmas. That's always nice when that happens. I think I always get a little bit stressed out when it pushes it right to like just maybe one or two days before Christmas. And I'm like, Oh, my goodness, I don't have all my uh, everything done. But I actually do have everything done this year. I even have my I had my Christmas, I'm getting my Christmas tree today. So I'm excited about that. I decorated I took everything down on Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. (laughs) 
<laughs> I took all the Thanksgiving like fall stuff down and I put up Christmas. I went and had Chris or Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's and then I came home and it was like time for Christmas. So I'm ready. I'm actually ready. All my Christmas presents are done. I have one little thing left to get my nephew and then I'm all set. So I'm excited. So in school, when we're counting down to Christmas, like I said, in the um, beginning of the of this show of episode is that the kids are like, oh my goodness, they're bouncing off the wall sometimes. So when we do observations during this time, I'm always like, no, I think we can save that. Let's save that for January when they're just a little bit comatose. And then we can, or it's, uh, you know, I don't know if there's ever a perfect time because you kind of want to go over procedures and routines when they get back, just in case they forgot over that little bit of a break. So today we're going to talk about counting down to Christmas and things that we can do in order to continue to keep learning and motivating kids to be thinking and discovering while they are also enjoying themselves and having fun. I like to make this a little bit of a fun time as well. And so it feels a little bit more lively in the classroom and like we have something to look forward to. And especially after such a difficult year, I think I think it's important. I think it's important for kids, for little kids, especially for all kids. I think it's important for all of us, actually. So that's just something to keep in mind. I do have a really fun activity that does the the 12 days before Christmas vacation. And it's um, a countdown to Christmas. I'll link to it in my store on TPT. And it, that's what it's called, the countdown to Christmas. And it is a really fun lap book. And I think lap books are such a great way for kids to to create while also like having it feel like a like project based. And it's like a self-contained unit of study. It's very creative. It encourages writing and drawing and thinking. I love to use lap books like portfolios. I think they're great for sharing with families. And I think that sometimes they are motivating for reluctant learners. And I think they're so fun. So this is a lap book. You don't have to use a folder. You could actually use like a big piece of construction paper and then fold it to where you had like where it looked like two flaps open for a book, kind of like a book, like, let me think how I can explain it. It's hard to explain sometimes when you're on a podcast and you don't have the video. So if you have the paper in front of you and you folded um, into the middle, you folded the right into the middle and the left into the middle. So that way it would look like a stage when it opened up. There we go. That might explain it. So you'd have like two like curtains. It would be like, you know, two sides of the stage and you'd open up and there would be your whole entire project inside. So on the flaps on the outside, you can also do some, some fun activities as well. So I want to just explain a little bit how you might put this together and how you might use it and the, some of the activities. And that way, if you don't, you know, don't grab the product that you could still do this on your own. You can always make lap books for so many different things like you can do. I actually have a lap book for Christmas around the world, which is really fun. And we study all different countries. And actually, I'm going to link to the to the episode where I talk about this, where I talk about Christmases around the world. Let me see, which one is that? It is episode 57, Christmas Around the World in the Classroom. So I'll link to that as well. And you, it, we I talk about how you put that lap book together and the, the countries that we talk about. And it's a really fun thing to do at Christmas. But that's just one. But you could do, you could do that yourself. You could have like one, you know, the first tab could be like, you know, like a passport and like I'm going to get my kids ready for traveling. And then the other one can be like a place to house photos. And then when you open it up on each 
you know, on each part, like in the middle, but also on the right and on the left, you could have different countries, you know, they could put down facts from different countries. And I think that would be really fun. You could also do this as like a close reading activity where you are talking about maybe on the front of the book, you're taught, you're doing like a visualization, the front of your lap book, like one side could be a visualization of, of a, of a, um, part of the story that was very captivating or changed when the, it, you know, was something that the character changed through that event. You could put that on one side and then maybe on the other side, they could talk about, you know, their like review of the book. Did they like it? How do they feel about it? You know, why did they like it or not like it? Then in the center, maybe you could do like a retelling, a beginning, middle and end. And they could talk about, you know, events in the story that occurred in the beginning and then in the middle of the story and then at the end of the story. So and then on the other side, maybe you could do a perspective like a um, from whose perspective was the story told and what would it look like if it was told from a different character's perspective. So there's just a variety. You could do a variety of standards in a lap book and then that could be like, you know, maybe a cumulative or summative assessment and you could use that for students to be able to show that to others or show that to their parents or you could even you know that could be like a final product or project that they do in order to determine how they are working on a variety of standards so that's an idea that you could do with a lap book and so I think that would be fun so what I'm talking about is account like I said a countdown for Christmas and what you do is you you get the, the folder and you fold it like we talked about, and then you're going to need a few things. You're going to need a stapler. You're probably going to need some glue, markers or crayons. You want to have, I like to have those little brads, those little um, gold brads so that you can do fan books or you can do flip books and they can be, you know, like flipped with the little brads. You could also do a stapler. It doesn't have to be the brad. I just, I don't know why I like doing the brads for some reason. Um, and then any kind of embellishments that they can be decorative, like buttons or ribbons or stamps or stickers or things like that. Obviously you need a stapler and a single hole punch sometimes really helps. So those are some materials that you want to have in mind. And you start off by laying the folder flat and you, you fold it over and then you really make sure it's creased firmly. It's kind of like a shutter. That's what I was thinking of a shutter. I said a stage, I think that works too, but it could be like a shutter. And then you kind of add each area as you go, which I think it's fun. In the countdown to Christmas, it has like a giant elf head that you can print out and then they kids can cut it out and they can make put it at the top of their lap book and then the feet so they have these giant legs with feet almost looks like the wicked witch of the west except for it's um, an elf's feet and not the ruby slippers and that goes at the bottom and so then when you close the lap book it's got that head and the feet on the bottom it, it can, looks so cute and I have um, a picture of it and you can see what that looks like I'm going to put that in the show notes as well so if you're on my website you'll be able to see it but if you're listening to this from Apple you might want to hop over to episode 105 at Trina Debery teaching and learning.com one tired teacher and then you can kind of see some pictures but on the front I always like to have a little cover and and it's like the 12 days of Christmas. And then it, all, it has a little note. And, and this is something that you could write yourself. You could write a note to your students and you could um, act like maybe you were like a little elf or Santa or something like that. And that could be one side of your lap book. And maybe the other side, you might want to have like, they maybe they do their wish list on one side of the lap book. But this was one that I, this is what I have on 
on my lap book that you can grab. It's Dear Boys and Girls, Ethan the Elf coming at you from the North Pole. I hope you're getting excited for Christmas. I know we sure are. Santa has us working overtime to be certain you get some great stuff this Christmas. Speaking of Santa, he wants to remind you to be on your best behavior for these last few days until the big night. He still has a lot of us elves out on the lookout. Our naughty and nice list turned digital a few years ago, so it is super easy to update the list. That's good news and bad. Basically, it just means that you still have time to be and stay on the nice list. So make choices while learning and having fun. See you soon. Oh, make good choices. See you soon. Love, Ethan the Elf. All right, so that's at the beginning. So if you want to put something like that, then you definitely can. And then what I thought was really fun, like I ended up doing these little presents and you could also do this without like without the without the product you could you know create little box little squares and this would be easy enough to do in like a paper cutter I think that would be the easiest and then you have the kids glue them on in like you know an order one two three all the way to 12 so and then you can make them like a little flap like they glue the top but they could lift it up so that there's something underneath and then they it was like an advent calendar if you ever had an advent calendar I used to love those when I was a kid we had this advent calendar I have no idea where it is it was like a winter scene and so each day you would open up one of the one of the little windows and you'd you know have a little Christmas picture inside or you would see like inside of a little cottage and they would be by the fire or there would be a Christmas tree or a present or something like that they were so cute um now people want things with them and you can do that too like they have those advent calendars at like Walmart that you they're like candy inside so every day you get a piece of candy or some kind of treasure I think advent calendars are so fun so this is this is an, a type of advent calendar, like some of the activities that you could put underneath the little um, like day one is put your lap book together and decorate the cover. That's an easy one that that's easy enough because you're already doing that. That's day one. And day two is write a letter to Santa. Day three, decorate your Christmas tree with subtraction. So and some of these things have activities. So like that, that can be on a like that can be actually in the center of the lap book. And then you could do your, your days one through six on, on the um, left and then one through or seven through 12 on the right. And so that's where they're lifting up the flap. And then in the center, they can keep all of their materials that go with some of these things. Like there is a Christmas tree with some, with subtraction and that can be, um, you know, something that they can do as well. Like that, that can be included. And then another fun idea is like read your letter from Ralph Reindeer and create illustrations to match the text. So it's it's still like learning activities, but it's activities that kids get ex- like like okay, we're on day four, we're on the, you know we we're counting down, we're we've we're we're on day four, so let's let's you know let's go, let's let's see what what's today, and then we're on day five, and we're on day six, and then we're on day seven, and then they just like they get excited because there's just really some really fun things to do. One of them is to decorate, I don't know, a Santa with addition. One of them is to read about a common Christmas symbol and answer questions. And uh, one of my favorites is to decorate a Christmas, um, a Christmas sweater by doing this, like this own, your own code with addition and or subtraction. I think that's really fun too. So just some, and then there's some favorite Christmas books that are in there. Like one of, one of the days is listen to the Polar Express and answer questions about the story, which is, 
which is fun because I love reading the Polar Express. And then my very favorite one is um, Day 12, which is listen to Twas the Night Before Christmas and write an opinion piece. I cannot believe how many students have not heard of Twas the Night Before Christmas. I felt kind of heartbroken. I read them Twas the Night Before Thanksgiving and I had them like put their hand on their head in your head if you have ever heard of Twas the Night Before Christmas because it's based on that. And I, I was like half the classes and I read to like, I don't know, five classes before Thanksgiving break. That was the, the night before um, Thanksgiving. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to come back. We're going to have to read Twas the Night Before Christmas. Can't not read that. Got to have to have heard that in your lifetime. In fact, I might do that one when we first go back just to make sure that they get you know, that they've heard it. Cause that's like, that's a family tradition in my house. We, I still do it. My kids are 20 and 16. And even last year we huddled up together and I read Twas the Night Before Christmas on Christmas Eve. I've read it to them every single Christmas, their whole lives. And the one Christmas where we were not together, they were with their dad. I read it, I recorded it and sent it to them, which was like very emotional. It was like the first Christmas we weren't together. I I have had the, them with me Christmas Eve ever, ever since then, um, thankfully, because like that is like a tradition. It's a special night that that that's one thing that we do together and that they still want to do, which uh, I hope they always want to do that. <laughs> anyway, so that's an idea to count down Christmas like that makes it fun. There's another thing that you, you know, other th- ideas that you might have is you might put like some of those activities on like a popsicle stick and you put them in a big jar and then you're pulling out an activity every single day and you're counting down, you know, the sticks go down. That's how many more days you've got left until it's Christmas vacation. That might be an idea. And always reading like those, you know, fun Christmas stories makes it really fun too. I have another really fun makerspace activity because I've been talking so much about makerspace, which I'm excited to talk some more about that. I've been working on my makerspace, master makerspace course I can't wait to share it with you all and launching a makerspace in your classroom or learning environment and I am just in love with makerspace and I love the, the creativity of it and the outside of the box I was listening to a podcast myself and they were talking about like how they like they're like I just couldn't get into makerspace I just didn't understand the point they're like what is the point and I'm like what is the point I mean they did figure it out like they they were like oh, we have to sometimes question like the tradition, the traditional type of setting. We have to question it because there's, there's not going to be room for, for everyone if we don't allow there to be a, like some kind of different way of thinking. And I think that's the part that I love so much that it's such a celebration of diversity and it's other another way of thinking that we don't often see in the classroom. And that's why it's so powerful to me. But I did do a Christmas makerspace. I did two. I have two Christmas makerspaces in my shop on TBT. And one of them was toward, um, to Christmas Trolls by Jan Brett. And that's such a good Christmas story. And the character has an issue with the trolls keep taking things from their house and under their tree and their ornaments and things like that. And they catch them and they realize that they that these trolls have never had the opportunity to like to feel the joy of giving. And so they have to they have to they try to do something special to show the the joy of giving and also to teach them that, you know, stealing is not the right thing to do. 
And so I did a makerspace on that. And the kids have to come up with a solution to the problem. And the problem is that the, you know, trolls keep taking things. And they they can come up with a, any thing. That's the thing I love about like STEM or makerspace is that it's very open-ended. So we're letting kids really think. Like they might think the problem comes from the trolls and how they're going to get the stolen goods to their treetop, into their treetop, their treehouse. And so they might create some type of pulley or, you know, system like that, especially if you're talking about like force in motion or even simple machines, that would be a great way to tie some science in. And, or they might be, they might think a solution to the problem is the care is the main girl. And I can't remember if it's, if it's Treva because there's two troll ones and I do have a compare and contrast and I love that. Um, but I can't remember if Treva is the main character in Christmas trolls. So it might not be. So whoever, whatever the girl's name is, it's not coming to me. She, it like, she's having the problem, like things keep missing. And so she has, to, and then she has to figure out how to help teach these, these trolls, the, the gift of giving. And so I think coming up with a solution to that might be really creative and really like think, take some critical thinking. I think that could be really, really cool. So that's, that's an idea with trouble with trolls. And then another makerspace I have is with the grumpy Santa, which is such a funny book about Santa being so grumpy, so grumpy with all these different things. And you're kind of having to figure out what you could do to solve grumpy Santa's problem of being grumpy. Like how can we help Santa not be grumpy? And the kids come up with all kinds of really cute solutions to this. There's not a very good tie into science in this aspect. So I definitely would not call this STEM. I feel like that's more of a craft, but it, it certainly has some thinking deeper about texts and that's always important. So those are just some things to keep in mind as you count down to Christmas. And I hope that gives you a little bit of an idea of what you can do for these next couple of weeks, because it's going to feel like eternity. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's going to feel like a long time. Although by the time this podcast comes out, you will only have like 12 more days till Christmas. So I'll, I'll link to those, those items in the show notes and you can grab those if you need them. And if not, then I hope you find something that is really meaningful and special for your kids. Keep some learning and having fun at the same time. One last thing that I do love, and that is to make um, science into a holiday event. I do have a fun unit called Holidays Matter, which is also in my shop on, on TPT. And I did talk about that in an episode on one tired teacher when what episode was that um <laughs> oh hands-on christmas science it's episode 56 so if you want to grab that or listen into that that will talk a lot about making christmas like science very hands-on and i have some a really it's like there's like four experiments um, in that holidays matter and there's also some close reading and there's vocabulary and that will definitely get you through at least a week if not longer maybe I would say a little bit longer I wouldn't do an experiment every single day so I would say you know maybe two weeks so that'll get you through some time with some really good science and also informational text so I'll link to that but I have a freebie to, to that I'm going to give away with that and it's reindeers experiment with matter and so I'm going to link or I'm going to drop that in the show notes so that's a freebie that you can grab and you and it will give you like 
all the things that you need and how to prep it. And it will give you the activity and then you can do the little experiment. So if you're talking at all about the states of matter, then this would be something that you might want to grab. It's really fun and it's free. So I'll link to it in the show notes. And speaking of freebies, I'm also going to drop in there my makerspace jobs. If you are given makerspace a try and you're finding that you need some structure, which let me tell you, you need a little bit of structure or you're going to go crazy. Um, giving kids jobs is really important and it really helps a lot. So I have a Makerspace job poster freebie that I'll also link in the show notes. Until next time, this one tired teacher is ready for some Christmas cookies. <laughs> Sweet dreams and sleep tight.